welcome to Pred Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now, here are your hosts, Red Runway, Buffalo Brian, and D-Law Dan Lawless. Welcome to Pred Wings Podcast, episode 57. You can get us on Facebook, Discord, Twitch at Pred Wings Podcast. On Twitter and YouTube, we're at Pred Wings Pod. And Instagram is Pred Wings Podcast, and you can email us at PredWingsPodcast at gmail.com. Well, that was very WWE-like, or when I grew up, it was WWF. Oh. <laughs> you, could have been a pro- you could have been a promoter. Oh, yeah, I don't know about that. It was more enthusiastic than normal? A little bit. <laughs> okay. You're definitely a little hyped up. Well... We do have a beer league minute, sort of. Go for it. So... One of us wasn't there this week, unfortunately, but, and... I take the hit for that one. He missed a... It's actually my my wife's fault. Well, a family comes first. You missed a great game, though. Yeah, because I had a sub that was more adequate than I was. Well, he didn't score, though. (laughs) But... um, my defense wasn't bad, too bad, actually. Um, we we actually scored first again, one nothing. But then they came back and they actually actually, actually had a five to one lead. Um, but uh, we actually fought back, got the game tied. I actually drew a penalty. Um. I don't. I thought I just because fell. you can't skate. No, I was behind my the net and actually their net. Um, no, no, it was my net. That's right. I was in the third period, um, and I thought I fell, but the, apparently he had a stick on my legs. That's probably why I fell. But we didn't score on the power play. I did get an assist though, uh, from like five feet inside the, my blue line, passed it up in the neutral zone. Winger took the puck, went, skated it down, and scored top corner. Oh, it was one of our subs. Take it. Um, so we ended up going to overtime, and we lost. I think I might have screened the goalie. I don't know, but I didn't tip it, though. So... At least it was a close game. Looking forward to having you back. I'll get there. Tuesday. So, let's see. We got some playoff talk, I guess. Um, It's all that we got. So, I didn't really see too many. Um, 
I don't know how you want to tackle this. Do you want to go series by series starting the East? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, how about start with the Toronto-Tampa Bay? You want to go uh, Toronto-Tampa Bay? That's my. That's probably my favorite series right now, I think. to the, be honest the, with you. The first game is uh, was kind of a surprise, actually. Um, I believe no, Tampa... the second game was a surprise. No, Tampa Bay won the first game. Yes, I agree. I thought Toronto was going to, well, the, the way yeah, Tampa... But, I mean, Tampa Bay is not that old. You got to realize that. Like, people think the Stamkos is getting older. Yes, they're getting older, but... They're not 30s. They're still late 20s. They got a couple more years left. Then you add Tanner Janot to the mix. I think that's awesome. So they're not a slouch team by any means. Well, he's injured now, but that was going to go back. Who is? Um, I think he got injured. Who? Janot. No, he's playing. He got into no. a fight last night and almost no. fought a fan. He a fan, a fan tried to jump in the penalty box. Yeah. What the heck would he do that? Remember Ty Domi? Remember the Ty Domi incident? It was very similar. So you know what happened? Pat Maroon skated from the bench to the penalty box. And he was going to sit in there and serve a penalty with Tanner Janot. Because it was if he comes in this box, we're both going to pummel the hell out of him. And the ref was like, no, no, no. You get out. So it happened again. And Maroon ended up getting a penalty. I don't know if it was taken on purpose or, uh, but he ended up in the box as well. <clears throat> but it was a it was a while. I mean, th that's game two. We'll get into all that. Game one. What I'm saying is, Tampa Bay is no slouch. They didn't have a Boston Bruins season. They rode the coattails of Boston all year long. You know, Toronto's had a pretty pretty awesome season as well. But Tampa Bay was never out of the mix. That's why they're in the playoffs right now. So well, you can't take started. anything. Yeah, but you can't take anything away from, um, you know, from Tampa Bay. But anyways, they had a great game. I mean, they put up 34 shots on goal. Um, they're throwing the body around. I mean, they're they're just they're a big big team. I mean, just a just a point of picture here as well is, you know, Toronto Ryan O'Reilly scores a goal which is huge. I mean, that's that's a goal that they wouldn't have had. I know they didn't win. They didn't come close to winning this game. They, they got blown out at home. Um, but a new acquisition scoring a playoff goal is pretty exciting for your club. Um, then they had William Nylander. Um, and uh, I don't know, somebody named Kale. How do you pronounce that? Yarn Crocker. Oh, the former friend, Yarn Croak. Oh, yeah, that's what I was trying well, to get former to. Former wing, too. Well, for a hot second. Uh, he was on there. He was one of those, hey, we don't know what he's going to do. We'll pass him off. So, yeah, oh, we, we missed the bucket, too. That's what the Predators uh, did. No, you guys had him for quite a few seasons. They protected, Nine seasons. Yeah, well, they protected the wrong guy. Well, I'm just saying, well, regardless, um, you know, he comes to Toronto and he's had an impact so far. So <clears throat> Toronto's put some good pieces together, but but yeah, Tampa Bay, they just they came out firing on all cylinders. And I actually caught part of this game. I didn't watch the whole thing. I'm not gonna sit here and say that I did. Um, but I did find that the officiating in this game 
was completely biased as well. Like the bunting, he's missing three games. Um, he's a marked man, so he's he's got to watch himself all. Well, that's the fishing has been pretty bad in every series. It has. When we talk about the game for Boston tonight, I, I stopped watching it. I don't have the score, but I was watching it. I was actually bored. The game, their series is boring me. Um, and I'm not saying that I, I just like violent, fast, physical well, hockey, and that wasn't that. Right just, is it their their series? Their series is just not exciting to me. Maybe it'll pick up in round two or later in this round is or a series as the um you know as the round closes out, but it's just not exciting to me. But anyways, we'll get back to Tampa and Toronto. <laughs> but yeah, Tampa Bay came in there, D Law, and just completely dominated every aspect of the game. Uh they had Toronto on their heels, you know, for the, the amount of time that I watched it. Um and the uh you know they just they they weren't playing good clean hockey. So Tampa took it to them. Yeah, I mean you want to call it surprising. I just I don't think anything of it to be honest with you. Well, the way Tampa Bay ended the series, the season, I just thought that you know they weren't going to be coming out in in game 1, but I guess they, they you know maybe they just shut it down. And then the playoffs happen, and well, till till game two, <clears throat> maybe Toronto just showed up. Maybe they, I don't know. Maybe it was just a combination. Yeah, this, this series, like we, like I had hit, talked about before, game two was an incredible hockey game. I mean, Tampa Bay, even though they were down by quite a bit, Tampa Bay still battled till that last final whistle. And you got to respect the team for that. But after the fights and everything like that, um, you know, they just the, – the referee analyst, I forget who it was, said they're just going to start tossing people. They're not even going to – it's just going to be you're gone. And, you know, that's that's exactly what ended up happening. But it was it was a good uh, – um, you know, it was just a good, violent, physical – it's these two teams look like they hate each other. Let me just put it that way. Everybody's chipping. Corey Perry was fighting. I mean, everybody, everybody was out for somebody in game two. And Tavares gets a hat trick. You know, that's his first hat trick in the playoffs with Toronto. So that was a big deal. The hashes kept coming. Somebody threw a giant hat. You know, it was just, it was a cool, cool experience. The fans are going nuts. Um, and, and watching this game, the pace that they took, like they, Sheldon Keefe never took his foot off the pedal. They were up six to one, I think it was, maybe six to two at this point. And they get a power play. They put their first power play line out. Now, typically, like in the gentlemanly, you know, unwritten rule book, you know, they, they, uh, you play your, your bottom of the line to go out and start the, the power play. You don't put your stars in. You don't go to rack of the score up. But Sheldon Keefe was just relentless. He he kept everybody out there. Wasn't wasn't changing his game plan at all. And I made a comment to you, and, and it didn't hold well, because this was going into the second period. And remember I, I texted you, D-Law, and I had said, 
if Toronto runs Tampa Bay, they sweep the rest of this series. They're going to win the next four out. I do believe Toronto's going to close this this series out quickly. They played incredibly, incredibly good hockey in this game number two. So it goes back to Tampa Bay. It does. It does. And Tampa Bay is not going to, you know, they're not going to just roll over and die. I don't know. I I just, I think that they're going to take that momentum. And I know Vasilevsky, I know that he's going to, um, he can control a game. I know that. I know that for a fact. But I don't know. I just, I felt like Toronto's just, they put it together. Right now they're putting it together. And it's, it's fun to watch, to be honest. And speaking of a rough and and physical uh, series, New Jersey and the Rangers are are getting into that. Um, you know, game one, but mainly game two. Um, yeah, this 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 New Jersey and the Rangers series is living up to his uh, uh, hype. Um, what? Uh, let's see the. The Rangers came out in game one, five to one. Tarasenko, he's typical playoff. Then the Rangers won again, uh, five to one in game two. But, you know, I don't, it was a really physical and, and heated game. I don't think the Devils are, are done, though. Um, I think they'll, they'll come on, you know, uh, well, game three is in New York. Uh, the Rangers, yeah, while they were in New Jersey. Um, but, you know, I think they're, they're going to shock the guard. You know, I think that the, the home, you know, the Rangers are coming home and big atmosphere and, you know, loud and everything. But I think, I think the devils are going to quiet it up and take game three. I don't even know if that's going to happen. And you got to realize, like we, we've talked about this, you know, before and, New Jersey is one of the youngest teams in the NHL. I mean, we've talked about this. They're not geared and ready for a playoff series. They've got all the talent in the world. They're a great team. But, you know, that would be like Detroit making the playoffs. They'd be swept in the first round. And I, I'm not saying New Jersey's going to get swept because they are leaps and bounds. They're they're very, very good young hockey club. Again, being young, I just don't I just don't know how deep they can make a run being you know, as young as they are, <clears throat> they don't have the experience. They don't have the, you know, the, the, they're not used to playoff hockey <clears throat> because it is rough. It is fast. It is hard. People are going to go either way to hit you. And it's a different game. I mean, you, you, we can see this as fans sitting around watching an NHL game. You know, we can see that it's, you know, an extremely fast and hard. And we, we can tell the difference between playoff hockey and not playoff hockey. And I just don't think New Jersey's geared up and ready to, to make that that splash deep into the playoffs yet. Now I think next year even or the year after, now that these kids got a little bit of you know a little bit of the blood in the mouth, and they're gonna be like sharks next year, and they get it. They they've got a taste for the game, so they're gonna know what playoff hockey is and what to expect. So I I think New Jersey's kind of got a little bit of a little bit of an uphill battle. Um, they might squeak out a game, but I, I just think it's going to be hard to. I think it's going to be hard to beat an experienced New York team with the likes of Zabanajad. I mean, the, the guy's still playing phenomenal hockey. 
So, yeah, he's he's got the guts. He's got the knowledge. He's got the experience. I, I think that um, I think the Rangers are still going to take this. I, I, I do. I think they're going to take it. And, and I actually think I picked Kane's, New Jersey. Patrick Kane scored uh, his first uh, playoff goal in this season. And so yep. he, he might start heating up too, but I just I just think the the Devils are going to respond in nice game three. That's a nice goal too. Did you, did you see that goal? No, I was watching another He game. gets a pass and it, he gets a pass and he, he breaks in and it was like this backhand top shelf far corner. I was like, holy crap. That was that was pretty solid. That was that was a good goal. And another uh let's see, the other east, uh Caroline, the Islanders. That's turning into a wild game. Um, or wild series. You know, Carolina, you know, once again they had a two uh Two nothing series lead, just dominating. But then the Islanders, uh, they answered right back in the game three tonight uh, at home. Uh, won that game five to one. Uh, one of them was an empty net. Um, but the uh, I don't. It was tied one one with like five minutes left, and the Islanders scored. Two quick goals to, to put them up three to one. I mean, this it, it's actually he was watching probably most of the uh, most of the games I've been watching are, are are been this series, and it's it's been really entertaining. Yeah, no, I mean, they're they're. I think the Hurricanes are going to win the series. Um, I know they kind of took a little bit of a beating, um, but. I just, I just think they've got such a good core of players. You got the two Ajos out there, but I just, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can't write the Islanders off because, you know, they've got Barzell and uh, Maddie Martin, like some of the guys that just know how to play fast physical hockey. And I don't know. You can't. This, this is going to be a good series. I, I do agree with that. I haven't watched. You know, I've only watched two of the games. I didn't see tonight's, but. Oh, the hell. Two of them. Two of them. <laughs> I forgot about that. They actually <laughs> scored a goal at the same time. Wow, the, the Panthers scored two late goals. Um, that, that Actually, that's a good seg. Uh, the last uh, East matchup, Boston and Florida. I thought Florida, you know, they shocked them with the, uh, you know, that win in game two. Um, I but, thought Boston was going to – I've been watching this. And this, and as much as I hate to see Bertuzzi go, um, you know, I thought we got a great deal for him. It was, it was okay. It was a good deal, but watching him out there, like he fits the Boston mold so much better with his style of play than he fits in Detroit. He's just, he's a gritty. Well, yeah, but I mean, he's, he's one of those guys. He's a pest. He's not like, he's not Marshand-esque pest, but He's a pest on his own level. I mean, he stole what's his name stick there, skating to the bench. Then he snapped it and gave it back. I mean, he just fits. Boston is always that we are going to push it so close to the limits. <clears throat> Maybe we'll we'll cross the line here or there, and we don't care. <clears throat> but he just he fits that mold of play so well, and I just think he's having a heck of a series. I think. You know, it's hard to rule Boston out, but 
I don't know. The Panthers really came came back in game two and really, you know, took it to them. And even tonight, even in tonight's game, I'm going to have to go back and watch it because I watched the first two. Um, but just the way that the Panther, Panthers just, they battled back. They're, they're just, they're also a team that's just not going to go down, you know, without a fight. They're kicking and screaming across, across to the end, the finish line. As well, Bruins take this one 4-2. They had a 4 nothing lead. Uh, the Panthers did score too late. Um, in the third period, Forsling. Reinhardt had a shorthand and a goal. I didn't really see a lot of the, that game, but the, the Bruins just controlled the game from the little bit that I saw. So moving to the West, um, let's talk about the Edmonton and the Kings series um well the kings came out um game one they're the they're kings playing, won yeah, game they're one. playing they, game that was three the game, tonight they actually that game that game went to overtime that was yeah that was an incredible no, that's, game th- that's right that's the one and david they, had a couple of chances to score in that game and he just he could not bury it uh, yeah that's the one that um the kings or the oilers Thought they scored in overtime, but it was clearly a high stick. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and then then the Kings came. But you and I scored. argued about this a little bit. And it I was agree. definitely high. Disagreeing the call. It was it was definitely above the crossbar, but he he was crouching down, so it wasn't like a mile high. He wasn't like <clears throat> three four feet over the crossbar, like you see some of these guys. He was pretty close because he was hunched out, hunched over. I mean, it definitely required a second look. I agree. It wasn't one of those obvious, like, nope, high stick. Like well, when they see it and it's blatant. When I, when I was watching this live, and I mean, I, I Me don't too. really care for Edmonton, but I, I was, you know, watching it as objective. You know, not, not like, not like a fan, like like when I watch the Predators or. I'll, trying to get better at that but when i saw that i was like dude that's high stick and then i saw it again on the replay and it's like oh that's definitely high stick and i i did see him you know kind of crouching down and like a catcher why he was i don't know because there's nobody around him but then the you know oilers came back in game two and played oilers hockey uh, took that game and you know they that's a fun series to watch too uh, I like all the playoff I will say the only playoff game that I've been bored by so far is Boston that's the only one that I've turned on every single game so far and just wasn't I wasn't wowed it didn't feel like playoff hockey and it didn't. The, the Dallas Minnesota game uh, series that they're beating the heck out of each other. It, it's getting physical. It's intense. It's playoff hockey, and I, I just just love what like you. Said, it's fun to watch. I thought game one was pretty wicked. <clears throat> I mean, the game went into a double overtime, but when they went to game two, the Wild switched to Mark Andre Fleury. Why? I and don't I'm not know. saying not to do that. But they made the goalie change. I, I don't know. I mean, they rode Gustafson. I mean, the guy faced 53 shots, allowed 52, or I'm sorry, had 52 saves, allowing only two goals. 
That's a hell of a lot of shots. I mean, that's a ton. I don't know made, why they switched. Then they made the changeover. Yeah, and then in game two. And then they kept him in. Yeah, he had a he had a rough go round. I mean, he he let in. He dropped seven. And Flurries. I, I'm curious one to see who lead. they have in net tonight. They've got Gustafson back in. Oh, <clears> that's, that's a smart a move. Yeah, I mean the guy's having you know he's having a great playoffs. I mean he faced fifty three shots and eleven two goals. That's that's freaking pretty impressive. Um, yeah, I, I unfortunately think you got to ride Gustafson the whole time. I just I do. I think you got to you got to ride him through. Flurry is done. I, I just no, I don't think he's done. Come to Detroit and be their number one goalie. Anybody can be I number think one 34, there. 34, 35. Well, no, they can't. I bet you he would go over into. I bet you he would go to Nashville and and push Charles for a starting job, or give up ten goals a game. So you know Minnesota's got a one nothing lead in Game Three. You know they're you know they moved, the series moved back to Minnesota. Um, now, now, what are your thoughts? What were your thoughts on the Dumba Pavelski hit? Well, there's no penalty, but it or suspension. It, it, it was cheap. I mean, he he hit, he he, he I left it was his way feet. Late. He left his feet, hit him he in the head, and Pavelski got injured. Um, See now, my complaint with the whole play was the puck was gone. I realized this is playoff hockey. I realized that. So where in a normal game. If the puck is gone and Dumba completes the check, not annihilates him, but just completes the check, then he gets a penalty for interference. The puck was gone, and I personally felt Dumba had the ability to slow himself down. He had the ability to not go for the annihilating hit, but rather let me just let me show this guy my presence. He decided to to just blow right through him with no regard for his safety, no regard for him at all. Now, if he had the puck, he's fair game, but he didn't. The puck was, in my opinion, it was it was far enough moved and up the boards behind the net there that it didn't warrant the type of hit that Dumba delivered. I thought Dumba would at least get a game for that, but Peros did nothing. Now, mentioning suspensions and all that and injuries oh. not trying to jump around but we already talked about the Toronto game and I felt oh. that the Michael Bunting check was very very similar Bunting was to the check. three games but Bunting got three games that just shows that Peros is not consistent and we've complained about it on this show many times he is just way too inconsistent for this position. He's letting things go that shouldn't go. He's calling things that he shouldn't call. <clears throat> he, he's just not doing, I feel like he's not doing the position much of a justice. I think he's... But that's not on topic. Let's get back to the, the wild game. I don't want to get get throw us off topic too much here. But what's your overall feel for, I mean, Nashville is in the West. They play teams like Dallas and Edmonton all season long. As you watch these games, like as you're watching this series, what are your thoughts? I mean, you see a violent hit like that against Pavelski from Dumba. 
you see, you know, Ben going after players. I mean, it's just, it's rough. This is a rough series. Where do you see Nashville holding up if they were in this position right now? They, they wouldn't even be in that. I mean, they're, they're not a physical team. Well, not that physical. I, I, I guess I don't know what you're trying to ask. Well, I'm, well, what I'm trying to ask is, like, you watch these games out of the West, and you play teams like this, and just like I, I look at Detroit, and I can look at the teams in the East, and I can just, you can just see. I mean, it is night and day <clears throat> for Detroit, and I'm not speaking for Nashville, and that's what I was asking you, but it's night and day difference between a Detroit team, and I'm not even going to use Boston because they had a Cinderella year, but. Um, you know, we, we can use Florida, you know, or Tampa Bay. We'll use Tampa Bay and Toronto. You put Detroit up against those two teams. Detroit is bullied the entire series, blown out in every single game because I just don't think Detroit has the physicality to the physical. I'm not even talking about skill. We're a young team. We're not there or else we would be there. But watching it, I mean, just watching the pace, and the speed, everything is just elevated, you know, 110% compared to regular season. I think even Detroit going 110% more, there's they they're just not going to hang with these teams out of the East. They're not even going to be close. Physical, you know, we don't have a physical presence at all. And I feel like Nashville does. I feel like they can they can. That's why I'm asking you. As you watch the playoffs and you see these hard, physical, you know, big-bodied teams, let's say it was Nashville and Dallas. Could you see Nashville right now with the roster that they have competing at a playoff level against Dallas right now? They get blown out. I mean, they're, they're just not – I mean, that 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 the Dallas-Minnesota series is a, is a whole new level. It's – it, it just predators aren't ready for that kind of level, but you know Dallas and Minnesota are d- division rivals, so they got that. You know they play each other what six, eight times. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what they mm-hmm. is anymore, but but you know they just they, they they built that hatred. And yeah, no, I I agree, but I just you know, but I but I still you know, and and not to keep going down this rabbit hole because we'll, we'll get out of it here in a second. But I still see Nashville being a, you know, they're a pretty solid team. Like the players are, are bigger statured players. I feel like they just need to mature a little bit because they're a very young team. But I feel like, like physically wise, Nashville would do okay in, in battles like this. I don't know if they can rise their offensive game to where it needs to be, but I think physically, I think they could, they could hold their own in a playoff series. Yeah. Um, well, I get, like I said, this, this Dallas Minnesota series is a whole new level. I mean, it, it's fast. It's hitting. I, I haven't seen the Predators be able to play that kind of level. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't really want to, you know the the Predators aren't in the playoffs, and we're we're talking about no, you're you right. know, the playoffs. So I I don't want I mean no, but we're still the Pred Wings. Yeah. Like we we can still reference our teams. I mean, there's no wrongdoing in that. 
But no, yeah, we can we can circle back. Let's let's keep moving. I see you're getting really anxious. Yeah. Right um. Let's go with the Vegas and Winnipeg. I haven't really seen a lot of that series, so um, I don't know if if, if you have. I've only caught bits of that. Um, it's hard for me to catch all the West Coast games because by the time I'm, you know, I, I watch the games on my iPad. It's just easier. Not all, not all of them. I'll have a game on the TV, but um, you know, oh, by the time so these games late. come on, I'm just. I know I'm just exhausted and it's like, I, I don't need to stay up, but, um, yes. Yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't catch game one. I, I have to be honest, but it looks like the jets blew them out. I mean, it looks like it wasn't even close and they were in, in Vegas and the jets, I mean, they just kind of poured on a whole new level coming on the last half of the season. Uh, let's see who Which they I had. Connor Dubois. Me too. Me too. Lowry put two back-to-back goals up. One was an empty net. One was a power play. Um, yeah, they just they came out and dominated for sure. But game t- game two, I did catch some of game two, and Vegas really, you know, they they stepped up their level of play. You know, their passing. It it looked they were showing examples. I, I'm stealing this from. Um, I forget what it was. I don't know if it was TNT or whoever, whoever's hosting the game. Um, but they brought it up and they had said that the passing from game one to game two was more crisp. It was smoother. There weren't many back, you know, behind, you know, they weren't missing the mark as much. And it really showed because they, you know, they put it all together and they came out with a five to two win. Uh, Carlson put up a goal. You know, Buffalo Brian, who's actually in a luau. Um, you know, Eichel threw up a goal. Stevenson and then Stone had two. He had a, he had a deflection and a wrist shot. I mean, you can't oh, count Vegas I mean, out. He's not injured. Oh, he no, was, no. He was injured for the whole back season. To normal now. Well, yeah, that's right, because there's no cap. Vegas cap nonsense. Yep, but they'll meet tomorrow at four o'clock, so I'll be able to watch that game. So that'll be that'll be good. And then uh, you got the Colorado Seattle. Um, I know I picked Seattle, and they didn't disappoint until uh, last game. I think uh, Colorado kind of rebounded. Uh, there was three two uh, win to tie the series. Game three is in Col- in in Seattle. In Seattle. Okay, it's tomorrow. Okay, so it's not yep. tonight. Okay. Yep. But the Avalanche, just another team. You know, I watched that first game, and they just could not put the passes together. They're you know they were passing late, like passing behind players' backs. Um, they just they couldn't get any offense generated. It just felt like they kept stalling out in the neutral zone. Like they just couldn't get in the zone. When they'd get in the zone, they'd have turnovers. Just very sloppy. They looked extremely sloppy in that first game. And Seattle was able to, you know, capitalize on those on that sloppy play and just keep moving. Yeah, but in game two, you know, I, I only bit, caught bits and pieces of it, but another game where they were able to start putting their passes together. They were playing a lot better. Um, you know, they just – it seemed like they were just comfortable playing on the same ice together. And it didn't look anything like game one where they just couldn't put a pass together. But, um, yeah, they had Lekkanen. 
Nishushkin, I'm going to call him Toes, because I like saying that word. But Devin, toes Devin in Taves. The, he, <clears throat> toes in the sand. You know, the, <clears throat> he got the he got the game winner. But, yeah, that I mean, I'm not disappointed by any series except for, for Boston. I'm just not. I can't get into it. Every series has brought a little bit of physicality to it. And maybe that's just not the style of play Boston wants to play in the in the playoffs. Maybe they're just comfortable playing their game. Kind of working because they they are up two to one in the series, but they they took a beating last game. And and uh, Bergeron's out for uh, actually he was out tonight. Games three, and you know, he's going to be out. Uh, in game, game five, four. right? Uh, he's going to oh, be, be out for game, game three and four. Oh, uh, four. Okay. UBI. The old UBI and LBI. This one's an you upper see, body. You see what Tachuk had to say about that? Tachuk? He came on and goes, some, I mean, it was something along the lines of, yeah, Bergeron doesn't want any of this in this series. He'll come back when when, when it's closed out. He doesn't, want, he doesn't want any of this. Saying, like, they would just pound the living hell out of him. And <clears throat> I've been disappointed. Giovanni Smith taking dumb penalties. I mean, but anyway, we're not, we're not talking about them. Oh, ah, muted myself. Uh, so uh, something wraps up <laughs> wraps up the um, game one and game twos. Well, pretty much for now. Um, we'll have Buffalo Brian back next week. I know he's uh, he caught the uh, travel bug. He's. <sighs> Traveling and enjoying life. No luau's, but he's red as a lobster, so good for him. Yeah, I hope it burns like hell when you sleep in a volcano. <laughs> Next to the vault, wherever. He still hasn't sent a picture of a volcano. <laughs> there's, there's enough of them. I so, don't, I, mean, I don't need to see like active lava. Like I don't need him to put himself on the line here. Like, take a distant picture of, like, a mountain covered in, like, beautifulness and coffee. Coffee? What's yeah, coffee like got to do with there. No, it grows up in the hills there. And this is Hawaii, not... Uh, I understand where it is. <laughs> I get it. Our uh, podcast so- is so successful, we sent Brian on a company trip. I didn't pay for it. Him and his wife. No, the 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 pod did. I, I if, if the pod got that much that's money, what, how come I'm not getting any? That's why people should listen because we give away free trips, and we had to give it to one of us three. So how come I didn't get it? Yeah, it just wasn't your. You didn't spin the right dice. I no, it's not Nashville. I would have went to Nashville. It would have been a lot cheaper. Oh, I'll go to so, Hawaii tomorrow. So, uh, we got some some injuries. Um, well, I got to ask you this question really quick. Let's 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 just ask you one question for D, for D Law. If I said D Law, I can give you a dollar, or I, I can give you a check to literally go anywhere in the world for, of your choice, fully paid for a week. And you would have an open wallet to do whatever you want to do besides illegal activities. Where would you go? Nashville. I knew it. 
I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I'm going to say it would be like Hawaii or Costa Rica or I sure as hell am not going to go on all expense trade paid trip to Detroit. I love well, the city for what I want to be I there for, go there which is their sports teams. Um, they have some pretty cool stuff, but no city is really safe anymore. But uh, I just, I don't know. If I'm going to be in a city, I'd rather be in like a Nashville or the, Indianapolis. The thing with Nashville, cool. yeah, I don't even feel like I'm in a city. I feel, I feel safe because obviously I'm not going to areas where there's, you don't want to go, but... With Detroit, it's like one wrong turn. It's like, uh, how do I get out of here? <laughs> but but anyway, getting back to hockey, uh, we got some injuries. Um, Tampa Bay, uh, Eric, I think it's that first name, right? Eric Chernak, he's out. Um, I don't know if Hadman played, but he was a game time for, I believe, game two. Um, as far as Carolina table, Terravain, he got cheap shot slashed by JG Peugeot. Peugeot, uh, wasn't he an Ottawa senator? He's on the Islanders now, obviously. But uh, Terravain's yeah, got an Islander. Oh, I thought he was on the uh, Ottawa at one time. But anyway, um, he got sla- he got slashed in the hand. Uh, uh, so Terravain's got a broken hand. Terravain's gonna miss the first round, but. He's out indefinitely, so if they advance, it could be round, obviously it's round two. Um, and Bergeron didn't even travel to, to Florida. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he's out. He's out. I he's mean, not. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'd be thinking different, but I mean, this is Florida. They're in Miami. Um, I mean, obviously, Boston's getting warmer weather now, but just I would, even though I'm not playing and I know I'm injured, um, I think I'd want to at least be with the team. You know, you 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 fought all season with them, you're battling with them. You you know, they're like brothers. So it's mm-hmm. kind of intriguing why he's why he's not traveling to Florida. Uh, um, Maybe he's missing for personal reasons, and they just called it an upper body injury. Yeah. Uh, Pavelski, he's in concussion protocol, something that Crosby yep. doesn't have to go through. I think now in today's game, he would definitely have to go through it. Yeah, it was questionable either. back when he did it, but I think now he would have to. Uh, Velarde for the Kings. Um, he's a, Actually, he's going to be back. Uh, actually, he would... Actually, he was back for game two. Um, so maybe that's why they lost. He missed uh, the, lat, the end of the season. Um, but as far as any new injuries, I haven't really seen. Other than those, I'm sure there'll be more coming. Yep. I think bunting is the only suspension right now. Uh, three Three games for that. Right. Not much going on besides the next set of games. You know, the next set of games, let's see, it's going to be, you know, obviously the Bruins played uh, Friday tonight, so the next game is going to be Sunday afternoon. That's going to be on TNT. That's uh, game four, so that's still in Florida. Uh, Toronto and Tampa Bay, 
Game three shifts to Tampa Bay tomorrow night, Saturday. That's on TBS. That's a 7 o'clock game. Uh, Hurricanes Islanders, they play tonight. Or Islanders won big big game tonight, uh, game three. Uh, they, their, their next game is uh, on the island at 1 o'clock on Sunday on TNT. And then the Devils and Rangers tomorrow night on ABC at 8 o'clock. Uh, that's game three going to the Garden. So if you're, if you're anywhere around a TV tomorrow night, that I highly recommend putting that one on. Uh, Western Conference, get Avalanche and the Kraken. Uh, game three is tomorrow night, Saturday at 10 o'clock. Uh, another late game that's going back to Seattle. Uh, Stars in the Wild, Game 3 is going on now in Minnesota. With Minnesota's got a currently 1-0 lead. Uh, game 4 is Sunday at 6.30 on TBS. And then the Golden Knights Jets. Uh, game 3 is Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock Eastern Time on TBS. That's in Winnipeg. So that, that place will be rocking. Uh, nice small building. Probably one of the smallest in the NHL. Um, and then they got the Oilers and Kings. Three is just should be starting now anytime. Actually, it's on now at TNT. Game four is 9 o'clock on Sunday. That's in L.A. too. So. so L.A. needs to win at least one of those uh, games in L.A., I think. Otherwise, they're done. So that's the upcoming schedule for games three and four. You know, it doesn't matter what team you watch. If if you're, you know, I know this is a Red Wings and Sabers and and Predators podcast. Essentially, uh, we do like to talk other teams. There's a lot of big things that happen in the NHL. We we want to be a news, you know, a, a news presser, if you will. We want to relay the big stuff that happens. But where I'm going with this is, I like to get off tangent very easily is that playoff hockey is some of the most exciting sports entertainment in all of sports. I know that, you know, people watch different sports for different reasons, but in the NHL, these guys are playing, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. Every, every ounce of their energy is being left out on the ice. They are beating the living hell out of each other. And it is just, it is some of the most exciting exciting sports entertainment that you can watch out of all the sports NHL playoffs are just incredible. But what I want to say after that and piggyback off of D law is unlike other sports at the end of the game, they line up in two lines. It's not everybody just kind of runs to the field and you shake hands or high five, you know, who you feel like you want to do that to it's these two teams. They line up man to man, man to man, not on Twitter, not not through a phone call or a text message later on. They line up face-to-face, man-to-man, and they walk individually and shake hands. The sportsmanship in the game of hockey is going to be displayed on the highest level. While you see guys beating the hell out of each other on the ice, the respect that they have off the ice is so much greater. So you just don't see that in other sports. And... I'm happy to be a fan of the NHL and of, of hockey. I'm, I'm happy to play it. And I just think it's the greatest thing in the world. So if you don't watch playoff hockey, 
do yourself a favor and just tune in to one of the games that D-Law highlighted. And D-Law, give a couple that you would recommend right now off the cuff. Just who do you recommend? What what game of the week would you say to watch right now for the physicality, the speed, and the fun factor? Rangers, New Jersey, and Dallas, Minnesota. There's your picks. Tune in to either one of those games, and you won't be disappointed. D-Law's guarantee. Uh, well, I hope that's nope, a good D-Law's guarantee. guaranteed. I hope that's a good guarantee. I hope it's better than my picks. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was going to say, I was going to agree with the Dallas and Minnesota and Toronto and Tampa Bay for mine. Maybe I better start watching that series. I, did, I tried watching it a that's little a bit. That's a good series. Just, I, I don't know. Well, maybe because Toronto didn't watch kept scoring. Because <laughs> yeah, Toronto was, kept scoring. <laughs> I, yeah, that the was thing good. is... I, there, there's some teams that I don't really want to see advance, but and then there's some teams that I kind of like to see. But for the most part, I, I, so far I've been watching as a fan. I've been watching, you know, more objective, you know, and not like like when the Predators are playoffs. I'm like, I'll, I'll bet on shape. I'm like, oh shit, they better win this game. That should have been, been a penalty. That should have 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 been a penalty. That was no goal. No goal. No goal. No goal. I'll take goal interference. And like the 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 hooking penalty tonight. There it is. The Islanders had a couple hooks. There's no question. He both times they, he had to stick right right on his waist. That that's a penalty. And of course the fans are booing and giving the rest. Of course they're going to. They, they're they're going to do that. It's yeah. it's called pride and passion. It happens. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably do the same thing too. Um, I would. Yeah. No shame. I I suppose you know we could keep just talking about the you know the, the playoffs, but. Uh, you know, we covered a lot. I, I, I don't want to be cutting this this show short. I, I know well, we've we, been having some long shows, it... but um, just want to briefly. Uh, well, here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna say. Next show, I'm gonna come with some more stats, some more information. It's been kind of a off week for me, where you know I like to take notes on all the games that I watch, so I have good reference points and. You know, I write down stats that I look up or generate. Um, and it's just, you know, I, I had some personal stuff going on with the family this week to kind of put me out of commission with, with doing that. <clears throat> so next show, look for a lot more information. You know, we'll have Buffalo Brian back. You know, obviously D-Law will be here. But we'll uh, we'll definitely put out a lot more stats and figures and have, you know, some more some more nuggets for you. And I actually do have a little bit of present news. You know, obviously they're... Drum roll. They're, okay, go ahead. They had their season, uh, I guess, press conference. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, they're saying the right things, how there's a bright future and... You know, Trotz is about ready oh, to take over. Oh, that just made you red. Uh, that made you red. Third, you know, he's got 13 draft picks this season to work with. Um, and you know, that but pissed the, you off because you were thinking of what you gave up and your heart said no. But, and then, you know, they, you got, you know, the Ryan Johansson, which, you know, 
and, and Forsberg and Yossi and Carrier, you know, they're, they'll be coming out, uh, back from injury. Um, I don't want to go too deep, but I love Ryan Johansson. He's a great player, great predator, but he really hasn't really done too much as a predator. And they got, you know, they got a lot of young, young players. Um, I wouldn't be too mad or sorry to see the, him see him go if they. I don't know. If they, he's obviously signed. You got to get some capital um, for him, though. I don't. They, they'd have to trade him because he's already signed. So I. I don't know. I trade him for a couple of draft picks. I don't know. Um, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If they if he decides to let him go somehow, even sometime during the next season, you know maybe maybe keep him in there. You know he's coming back from an injury. No, he's he's thirty years old. He's injured. He had a ligament repair where, where surgery. You, uh, he had yeah, ligament that's, repair that's surgery. So, um, where do you know, think he's gonna go? Just curious. Uh, you know maybe you know obviously you know starts a season. And then see how he how he reacts, and just just see if you want to keep him or trade him or I don't know. I would trade I him. Mean... He's he's adequate this year. He's not great. I mean, he's played fifty five games. He's got twenty eight points. So I mean, he's... he was the only one doing he's this just, for a while. Um, he's just adequate out there. I mean, he's not incredible. They said they have elite goaltending. Um, El Soros. I don't, we're going to go down this rabbit hole um, and you forget they, about well, everyone we've talked know, about I, during this I podcast. Know, you know, they, they mentioned, obviously Soros is, but they mentioned Lankinen um, being rock solid. He wasn't a bad backup, but he's, I mean, I don't see him starting 30 games. Yeah, I don't not sure how many games he played, but he's not playing 30 games. He's not even going to be a, pre, he's not even going to be a pred next year. Well, he might, just because they don't have anybody else to back him up. I wanted to touch base on, um, you know, Cody Glass is one of the bright spots, you know. And uh, they, they got him from that trade. If you remember, uh, do, do you remember who they, who they trade for him? No idea. It was actually uh, the, the Ryan Ellis trade. They sent Ryan Ellis to Philadelphia for Philip Myers and Nolan Patrick. And then they traded uh, Patrick to uh, to Vegas for Cody Glass. I just briefly want to mention the, those players involved in that trade, even though uh, Ryan Ellis wasn't it wasn't like direct trade, but it was like they got they got a player who, to get Cody Glass, so he was it, it still affected. He was involved. Um, but you know, Cody Glass had 72 games this season, 14 goals, 21 assists. It's respectable, you know, 35 points, 72 <laughs> games. I mean, it's not Tage Thompson numbers, um, but you know, wait, you know, maybe you know, it's a breakout season. I mean, you know, wait till next season. He was a plus nine. I know you hate that stat, but it's def defensive responsibility stat. Um, he had six power play goals, nine power play points, uh, two game-winning goals, and um, uh, one overtime goal. And he had 20 penalty minutes. Um, 
Ryan Ellis is obviously injured. Uh, he had a, he's got a back problem. Um, he uh, it could actually be a career ending. So he might not ever play again. Uh, last season after the trade, he played four games before he got injured. Um, so right there, that's a win for the Preds. And I and I and I I remember saying. You know, I didn't want to trade Ryan Ellis. Um, but Philly Myers, he's now on Tampa Bay. Um, I don't think he's playing for Tampa. I think he's in the minors or or is he injured or something. Um, he played 11 games, um, one goal, two assists. He, he's a defenseman, so obviously he's not going to get points. Uh, and then he got Nolan Patrick. Um, he's actually injured. Uh, he's uh, it's a non-hockey injury, a migraine disorder. Um, he, he but he was been injured last season. Uh, he was in and out of the lineup. He actually got hit by McKinnon. It was a cheap shot. Um, Why was that uh, a cheap shot? He got hit in the head. That that was one of the reasons. One probably. Well, I, the migraine disorder isn't it was is a non-hockey, but he had a couple concussions. Um, he didn't play this season. Last season, he played 25 games after the trade. Um, I think it was Vegas because um, he was involved in the Cody Glass trade. Uh, he had two goals, five assists. That um, he's, I think he's a forward. Or is he? Maybe he's a defense. I can't remember. So you know. That that trade was actually a win for the Predators, hands down. And and it's funny because I was like, uh, you can't trade Ellis, but I mean, I guess if I knew he was going to get injured, I'd you know. But then again, do you ever know he's going to get injured? You don't know that. Um. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the Preds won that as well. They got a younger, just as adequate player as Ellis was. And he's not injured, and, and he's young. He's, he's got a bright. And, he's got a long future. And he'll be he'll be part of the nucleus. And you know, despite you know, God forbid he gets injured, but you know, Ellis could be done for his career. So uh, I guess, I mean, obviously you're not gonna be talking about the Griffins. I don't want to rub it in, you know. But um, no, just uh, some. Uh, you know, brief AHL uh, playoffs. Um, um, Milwaukee plays, looks like they play next Friday, the 28th. That seems awful long because there's some games already playing. Charlotte's leading two games to one. Actually, well, that was the first round. Two. That was the first round. Charlotte won that one. That was the best of three. Um, so they play Hershey. Another first round. Looks like Hartford swept the Springfield. So they will play Providence. And then another first round. Utica beat Laval. Uh, that was a 2-0. So they will play Toronto. And then, looks like in the Central first round. Rockford looks like they won both games. They won... The first game in overtime, three to two, and then they won four to three in overtime earlier tonight. So they should probably play Texas. Coachella, who was under the only 
play AHL playoff team to, to be under 500. They actually are actually they won five to one against Tucson, and they're currently winning three to nothing in the uh, I don't know first or second intermission. Uh, so it looks like they're going to advance on that one. Uh, Colorado's up one nothing. And they're winning 3-1 to one right now against Ontario, which is the Kings team. And then the Abbotsford Canucks, obviously the Vancouver, they're beating Bakersfield 1-0, and it's scoreless right now. And then, obviously, the Milwaukee, they play the Manitoba Moose uh, next Friday. That starts at Manitoba. And the Amherst, they started their five-game series to, earlier tonight in Syracuse. Lost in overtime, 3-2. to two. Well, that wraps up the AHL first, uh, first, second round. I mean, it's a best-of-five series. The Amherst aren't over yet, and it was overtime. So maybe they can come back and win a f- couple games. Well, only time will tell. Obviously, we know no weekly pick section this week. That's done. Um, no previews because we're in the off season. Just got to look forward to the draft, which obviously got to wait for the playoffs to get over first. Uh, so I guess our episode 57 is coming to a close already. And next week we'll have more. More we'll back it, more week. playoff talk. Um, anything you want to add? Nope. I think that's it. All right. So I guess um, you know we can follow us on our social medias: uh, Facebook, Discord, Twitch, Instagram, uh, Predwings Podcast, Twitter, and YouTube at Predwings Pod. And our email is predwingspodcast at gmail.com. So thanks for tuning in to the Predwings Podcast. Good night, Hockey Town. See ya, Smashville.